All right, we are live, everybody. We are live, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We have the great Jeff. How about got this right? Ravilla. Ravilla is fine. Yeah, Western <laughs> PA. We don't we don't really pronounce consonants. We just run everything together. Uh, certain parts of the country say my name differently. But. Right. So here we are. He is going to show us how to create awesome shows online. Is that correct, Jeff? That's what we're doing. All right, here we go. Here's the episode of The Authority Project. Let's get it. All right, Jeff. Jeff, here we go. Really, really the first question we really want to ask is what, you know, what the whole audience is really wanting to know is first of all, how do we get that voice of yours? That's the first question. <laughs> the voice of mine? I have no idea. Uh, it's, it's nothing that I work on. It just uh, comes out that way. <laughs> <laughs> I I love your voice. You have this perfect host hosting voice, like the game show voice here. And let me let me just ask you first of all, what what is your passion behind this? Is is it something from your childhood? You just you know have you watch game shows all your life and want to, want to just do this thing forever. How, 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 how does that work for you? No, it's much more sinister. I'm, I'm <laughs> a, big, a big DIY guy. I love the idea of creating media myself. I love the idea that I'm in control. I love the idea that whatever I put out there, I own it and the public can see it. I do, we do videos across all sorts of genres, but the, the trivia game in particular it's kind of like my baby from 2015. And, you know, it's just that idea that, you know, I'm not really a trivia guy and I'm not really having trivia folks on the show. Yeah. Um, but we're doing, we're producing this and we're putting out a pretty good quality product. And it's, it's just something that, that DIY blood in me fuels me to do. That's, that's really like what it is. I want to be, you know, the next CBS or NBC. I, I want to be the media distribution of the future. Nice, nice. I just want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna step back because I want to. First of all, and this is my fault. I want to introduce you first. <laughs> introduce you first. Tell us who you are, personally and professionally. Uh, personally, I'm Jeff Revilla. I've been that way all my life. Uh, <laughs> I do produce uh, a trivia show called Stuff I Never Knew. It's a weekly trivia game show where people from around the world call in and they battle it out. Um, it's been around for about five years. We're in our fourth season now. Wow. So we have 70 plus episodes and that's been a blast. Uh, I have another show, a, a disc golf channel. I have a partner with, uh, we produce disc golf videos. We cover disc golf tournaments. Uh, we review products and that one's, uh, that one just turned six years old. Actually, that's a little bit older than the trivia show. Wow. And, uh, we've had over 300 videos produced and covered maybe 35, 40 tournaments in our time periods. So, uh, wow. putting out a lot of, a lot of content that, you know, like I said, it's that DIY. Out. We are the we're the media company behind it, and and awesome. that's what that's what we love. That's really what fuels us. Awesome, I love it. So tell us, Jeff, for the people who we people who want to do something like this, how do you get started? Yeah, it's like that. Um, I think it's the song from Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, <laughs> uh, the animated cartoon. You just put one foot in front of the <laughs> other, right? Soon you'll be walking down the road. So you have to start somewhere. 
And when you start, the first one is going to be terrible. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. It, and the secret that, that really started me five or six years ago, because I was a guy who would record something. I hated my voice. It's funny that, <laughs> that you're complimenting me on my voice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't like hearing myself. I didn't like seeing myself. Yeah. You know, I've gained some weight during quarantine. I'm looking <laughs> at that, you know. But the secret really is no one cares. That I learned six years ago that nobody cares about you know how you look, how you sound. If you can put something together that's a decent halfway product and build on it, you're gonna do okay your first time and 10 episodes in, you'll get better, 20 and 30, you'll get better and better. But people have bills to pay, they have to get their kids to soccer practice. They don't care about you. They want to, they want to be taken away for a certain period of time. So most people, I think, get hung up on, you know, who am I? Why am I an expert? Why do I, you know, I don't sound right. I don't look right. But in six years, not one person has ever told me anything except for your compliment on my voice. Uh, <laughs> that has no, nobody ever, nobody even thinks about that. So yeah. the first part is, you know, get over those hangups because I certainly struggled with, what if it's not good enough? What if I'm not good enough? And doesn't matter. It, it's the least important thing out of everything. But those, what is important is that you do one thing to get closer to your goal. I always tell people, you know, try to do one thing. I don't care if it's send one person an email or invite somebody to be a guest. If you have a goal and a dream, just do one thing per day to get to that goal. It, it can be one tiny thing. Just check a box off. But in 30 days time, you'll have done 30 small things to get to your goal. And that's, that's all I say, you know, get started is, is definitely the most important thing and, and put it out there. Yeah. So tell us about your start with, um, with your show stuff I never knew. And how, how did you come about that kind of idea and how did you, how, how does it kind of materialize or, or grown from, from where you started? Yeah, that, that show was actually, there was another podcast that people love called Good Job Brain. And Good Job Brain was kind of fading in and out. It's kind of towards the end of its run. It's made a couple appearances back, but I was a huge fan of Good Job Brain. And I, I almost took the blueprint from that show uh, <laughs> initially. And like, I almost was going to do stuff I never knew about apples and stuff I never knew about farmers and stuff I never knew about roller coasters. And each show was going to be dedicated uh, to one particular topic. So it was, it was almost identical to that show. But then I realized I need to have three friends who want to commit to this all day <laughs> or, you know, once a week. And I don't have three friends. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm 40, right? No one's no yeah. one's <laughs> hang out with me and write a podcast. So uh, my wife and I actually decide, why don't we twist it a little bit and we'll just do a trivia show and we'll do a trivia show. And if you look at the early episodes, they were themed like stuff. Mm -hmm. I never knew about eighties music or movies or, they were all these themed episodes, and that's kind of that's kind of our tribute to Good Job Brain. We never really did what they did, um, but you know that was really inspiration for us getting started. And a, a kind of a perfect storm came together. There was a platform called Blab, and people who love Blab. There's, there's two types of people in the world: people who knew about Blab and loved it, and people who have no idea what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> right around the 20, you know, 2015, 2016. There was the first four in a box live stream that I can that I was really invested in. It was called Blab.im. Uh, completely erased from the internet at this point, but um, it was amazing because at the at that time you could publish. I'm going live, 
And within five minutes, you'd have 30 to 40 people socially uh, engaged in your show. It just, it just drew people to your content like wildfire. And my original shows had eight guests per week. We were able, I was able to write 60 plus questions and have eight guests because it, because blab fueled all that. And then when blab went away, you'll see in the middle, like maybe episodes 15 through 25, you know, there's, I'm struggling. I'm struggling <laughs> to find guests. I'm struggling for right. con content ideas, uh, <laughs> but you stick with it. And, you know, I think now right around episode 60, we've really found our voice again. And these last like 15 episodes I've recorded of it, just, I'm just so proud of it. Awesome. Awesome. So that's a good thing to, to let people know that sometimes, sometimes platforms fade away. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, um, sometimes your show fades away. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't have that, that much appeal. Sometimes you have to sort of re, re, reinvent yourself. I mean, I'm yeah. just starting this, this, this podcast, this podcast live stream show right now, but eventually this might go away too. So, but you can always do something else. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I mean, the, oh, yeah, 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 to yeah, talk yeah. about that, that roller coaster. Yeah. You know, I had blab perfect platform. Yeah. It got unstable. It was hard. I was losing shows when I was recording them. It would just crash. Um, <laughs> then I would go to, I went to uh, Google Hangouts and I'm trying to bring people to Google Hangouts. And I went to YouTube live. I went to be live. I went to appear in, which is now whereby, and I used XSplit. I was using XSplit to bring in an appear in feed. I was doing overlays, and it was it was chaos just trying <laughs> to recreate that. And luckily, you're mentioning a platform right now that we're, we both use. I use this as well. It's called StreamYard, and it has it has taken all that agony out of producing a live show. It is it's been stable. Um, it produces a great content. I, there's high quality video, high quality audio. And I actually, I take mine and I extract, I download it from Facebook and YouTube. I extract the video and I extract the audio and I, I edit an audio podcast from it. So I'm getting a live stream show and an edited podcast from this one because of StreamYard. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Uh, the live stream can be, can be repurposed as a podcast yeah. very, very, very easily. It's, yeah. it's, it's very, very simple to do. So that's another way reason to start doing these these online shows because you have an audience here, but you have another audience here as well as a as, as a podcast. So you get this double audience going on with your content, correct? Yeah, and, and what's amazing is some of the people listen to both, and I love that. Wow. Because yeah, the audio version is always going to be a little different than the live version. You're going to take things out. Some things don't make sense. Uh, so it's always a little bit more condensed and tighter than the live show. And some people tell you they, they watch both and they're, they're looking at it and they, Oh, I saw that, but you know, you cut that one part out and you try to explain why it's just, <laughs> it's just, it's, you get so much instant feedback where I, I don't, you don't get in a lot of other mediums. Uh, I may record a show Tuesday by Sunday. It's a podcast and it's released. So, uh, you know, we're, we're turning it around and we're, we're getting that instant feedback. So, so tell us, tell us about any type of, pain of, for, for people as far as they want to do it. It sounds like a great idea, right? But then tell us about like the, the work involved with doing the video so that it's real to them. So that's not like, yeah, because we're saying it's very simple because we, we've done it for a while. But <laughs> tell, tell them tell them some some things you, you have to do in the back in, in the in the back in the back end to to show them exactly what you're going through day to day with the, with your shows. Yeah, it's it's routine. I, it's it is kind of simple, but it's it's more routine than simple. 
And if you look at the show, like the trivia show, I'm, I'm writing the question. So I, usually the first round, I, it's completely original questions that I write. The second and third rounds I source from, you know, you know, just like Trivial Pursuit, you can't copyright a question. There's You can do research and find questions and um, you can pull those in. And that be, all these different questions that are all out, out there become part of the show. And I, I kind of weave them together to make kind of a theme or, or to make it interesting for, for the guests. And that can take one to two hours. So right off the bat, if I'm going to record a show, I need to have questions for the guests. And that's one to two hours. Finding guests is probably for any show. You know, you're, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna allocate an hour a day just emailing people back and forth, getting schedules aligned. Um, so you know, right there, let's say that's five hours a week, and you have an hour invested in questions. Um, recording the show, an hour, hour and a half. Mm. Uh, you can tell I'm from Pittsburgh. I, I can tell I'm yeah. saying hour. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, then you have editing the show, which could be two to three hours then uploading the show so you know i would say if you really want to put something together that's decent and i'm probably invested about 10 hours a week in just the one show now you're not going to all not everybody's going to write questions some people will have a talk show format and you can bounce ideas back that you don't you can eliminate the writing um but you know you know figure at least eight hours a week you want to budget like a day of work is easily and something you'll need to invest in a podcast and you'll need that commitment you don't have to do it all in one day. You can do an, an hour every day. But, you know, about a, in a week, you're going to put at least eight hours in to put out something, you know, fairly decent. And tell, tell us the results from, from doing these shows. Cause I'm, I'm, it's, it's one thing to just go, go and do it because you, you just love, love doing it. But tell us, like, some of the other results of, of doing these kind of shows that you've seen over the years. Yeah, well, exposure. We get invited places to... Uh, to film tournaments now we're getting we're getting compensated to travel you know these to certain you know in, in our tri-state area ohio pennsylvania west virginia uh you know we're getting overnight packages we're getting paid to record those tournaments we get products from companies they want us to review their yeah. their discs and their baskets uh, so we get we're getting compensated through products um the trivia show it's it's bringing guests in other podcasts um, and that's kind of been the angle I've been approaching this with is I'm now reaching out to podcasters who are probably the best place to advertise your podcast because they have other podcast listeners and I'm bringing them into the show as guests. So I'm trying to feature podcasters and in exchange, you know, they'll talk about, Hey, I made an appearance on the show. So I'm, we're kind of snowballing just by helping other podcasters grow. That's been a great uh, side effect. Um, we're really enjoying you know, that aspect of it. Um, you know, some of the, you know, I professionally, I'm a digital marketer. I've been 10 years at a, as a director for an automotive group. Uh, we produce branded content for all of our, we have 10 franchises. And and for a car, nobody, if you go to any car dealer online on YouTube and look at their, their page, um, some of their videos get 50, 200 views per video. No, nobody wants to watch a car dealer video. Um, our <laughs> organic views for our 10 channels are over 15 million. Wow. It's because we're producing, we're, we're doing uh, what we call a ride along video where we take people on the back roads of the city uh, that we live in. And we're just demonstrating the vehicle, the acceleration, the safety features. Uh, we're not selling. We're just, we're just telling about the vehicle and organically. And that's about five, six years. That's 15, you know, 15 million organic views. We don't put money behind that. 
Um, so we've, we're starting to win awards uh, for wow. other parts of our business. Wow. Uh, but that's, that's some of the aspects of being this DIY guy who makes content. I make it for my job. I make it for, and when I get home, I do it again. I do it, do it. Some more. <laughs> so, so tell us, tell us like about creativity. Cause what you're doing is very creative. I know there's people who want to do something like this, but maybe they feel like they're not as creative or maybe they feel like what they have is okay, but they kind of scared to do this. Can you show, show them your process and maybe, of uh, step-by-step how you go about being more creative with your shows, maybe in your backgrounds or whatever, that you get what you do with your show to make it livelier or yeah. than, than, than the um, than the average. Yeah, a trial and error. I mean, you're going <laughs> to do things that you hate. You're going to do things that your audience hates, um, and you're going to build off that. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the favorite things I do are, um, you know, sometimes I'll just think of something random, um, I realized that fish, the names of fish are very similar to names of heavy metal bands. Like they have steel, you know, steelhead. And um, so what I, I, I was like, oh, well, let's play a game where you have to guess if what I'm, the name I'm giving you is either a fish or a heavy metal band. So, you know, I look for associations. That's for the trivia show. I, I try to find that. Um, for the Disc Golf Channel, we, we do the same things where we try to think about how would people use this disc or maybe attack that we call it holes just like in golf how would you play this hole um and, and we're going to document those processes so we're we do a lot of storytelling uh, a lot of things are basic one of the things uh two things two big tips i'll give everybody that i i always um i always build off of when i need creative is one is add the word how to whatever your topic mm-hmm. is just add the word how to if you're doing you know how to record a podcast how to record a podcast Show the steps on how. Just add the words "how to" to any topic that you're thinking of, <laughs> exactly. Um, and you can, you'll make a video out of it. Uh, the second clue, which I just drew a blank on, um, oh, I had it. I had it right there. I know. <laughs> um, Maybe it'll come to you. Yeah, it might pop back into me. Oh, yeah. origin stories. Okay. Um, no matter what, no matter what you're doing. People love an origin story and they love to hear how you got to where you're at. So one of the things you can always, if you don't know what to talk about with anybody, ask them how they got started. People like, I love talking about, you know, myself and how (laughs) I got started and your guests will too. And and people resonate with success stories. They like to hear, Oh, I struggled. Like it was tough for four or five years. I didn't make any money. It was very, very difficult, but I, you know, I slowly found my voice. I met this person. They gave me this tip. People love to hear those types of stories at home. So origin stories and the word how to um, to anything, and and you'll be fine. You'll start to you'll start to pull content out of everywhere. That is awesome. That is awesome. So tell us more about the the disc golf examiner and how you got started with that. Because that's a little it's a little different departure from from what you're doing there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back in, in uh, 2015, I had a, a coworker who invited me out. Uh, to play disc golf. And I, I, like I said, I grew up skateboarding. I grew up punk rock. Like I think last thing I want to do is get my shoes dirty and go in the woods and throw Frisbees. <laughs> and, and as after months, he kept saying, man, you're stressed out. You need to relax. You need to unwind. I said, all right, all right, I'll go. So the day we pick, uh, we get to the, the first tee, the tee, po- tee, bo- tee box, tee pad. And all of our phones go off with a severe, thunderstorm and a flood warning is eminent like it is you are in the path of a so we're like uh, well i don't know should we stay and we're like yeah let's just play how bad could it be 
And, you know, within the first 20 minutes, we are soaked. Wind <laughs> flying, you know, discs don't really fly well in the wind. It is, a, it is crazy. And I had the best time. It was the greatest yeah. time of my life. Like, yeah. we were just, you know, the guys in the woods throwing discs, trying to hit those chains. And, and it really makes a great noise, almost like a casino when you pull a slot. And okay. you, uh, when the old times when you used to get actual coins, not just okay. boys, and, uh, <laughs> we had a great time. So I went and me, I always think I always go home and I start buying domain names. So I was like, oh, well, I want to talk about more about disc golf. So I bought discgolfexaminer.com and it initially started as um, almost like a magazine style where I actually did written articles. I took, okay. I get a couple photos and I would interview people and it was okay. Uh, then we turned into a podcast. We did 22 episodes, had some great, amazing guests from the disc golf community. And, and then I had some health issues with my family uh, and my wife, and I kind of faded away and it kind of just sat dormant for maybe a year until uh, Pittsburgh hosted the world championships for disc golf. It was a big, oh, wow. <laughs> a big year. and wow. Brian, who was doing it with me said, Hey, you know, why don't I go there? I'll just get some photos. We'll put them up there and let's see what happens. And I said, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not doing anything with it anyway. You know, maybe we'll get some product out of it. It'll be awesome. And, you know, he went and recorded it. And then, you know, we started doing video and we started adding more. It became, he brought it back to life. <laughs> and we've been doing it pretty consistently. Every week there's been a new video for at least the last four years. We're over 300 videos produced on that channel and uh, some just amazing content. So that's that goes to show you that, you can take a little a little niche that you that you might not know has any traction and just start it and just see where it goes. It could be something very simple because there's gonna be somebody else also interested in what in that same particular thing. That's the secret of the internet. <laughs> exactly. So 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 tell us now just like I guess. Maybe just one last thing about people just being afraid of, of doing this because they see that maybe they see that it may not go anywhere. Just tell talk to that fear some yeah. more about about that and how they can overcome it over time. Yeah, it's scary. Like there's no <laughs> I am not a camera guy. I never was. I'm even I'm even you can say I'm, even, I'm fidgeting now. Like I'm a little bit nervous. Me too. Uh, I mean, this is the hot seat. Like I have a hot seat on my show where one person gets all the questions. This is intense. This is pretty good. Uh, you know, I would never have done this seven years ago. And the truth is, you know, I'll, we'll, I'll get some great feedback. Like, Oh, I, you know, I saw you. Um, and, and the whole, and what would have prevented me from doing it before was my fear. Like I was just afraid that people were going to see me. They're going to hear me talk from Pittsburgh. I say words like ambulance or, album right like uh, <laughs> I don't pronounce things correctly uh, and that's okay it, it really is it's so liberating and it's not insulting and I don't mean it in a bad way but truly no one cares mm -hmm. they don't care about the little things that you're hung up on and I promise you if, if you just record your first thing just put it out there uh, just enjoy it for what it is you created something you got past whatever you were hung up on, whatever that fear was, and do another one. You know, it takes about 10 to really even even feel good. Like it takes 10 <laughs> episodes to start. You'll just start to find your voice. That's that's about two and a half months of yeah. doing it. And you'll just start to figure out what you're doing. And after that, you know, you it'll get a little bit better and better. And 
I'm at 70. It took me 60 episodes over the course of four years to figure out how to even speak on camera. It took time, but I, I've applied this to my job. I can present anything at my job now. Mm -hmm. I can get in front of the camera and talk about anything without getting hung up. I rarely do retakes. Um, and it's just a muscle. Like you kind of, you learn how to talk and you, you know, other than when I forget, you know, but I'm starting to get a little right. bit, <laughs> as long as I keep my train of thought, I'm okay. And that's, and it's, you know, comedians talk about that muscle of getting up in front of on stage and get, you learn how to like kind of flex that muscle and just yeah. talk to people. And that's what creation is. You know, it is a muscle. The more you do it, the better you'll get at it. The more you do it, the more you take notes and the more you write down ideas, when you need an idea six months from now, you'll have a whole notebook. You're like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I wrote that down. That is genius. Mm -hmm. uh, you'll call on those notes and you'll, you will, you will snowball your own creation. And it, it's incredible. Awesome. Awesome. And that, that is, that is about almost the time that we have. I appreciate this is incredible stuff here. I hope that, um, that is helpful for people who asked about it. I know one one particular person did today. Okay. So I hope that it, that is a value to her. So just tell us right now where we can find you and maybe get on your show. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm always looking for warm bodies. That's always the joke. Uh, StuffIneverKnew.com. Uh, I'm looking for, I'll, let me give you the intro here. Uh, hey, everybody, welcome to Stuff I Never Knew, your weekly trivia game show. Each week, three players from around the world they call in and battle it out over three rounds of trivia. We're going to lose some people. They're going to fight their way back in. But through it all, we're going to have one winner at the end of the show. Uh, if you'd like to join, uh, there's a couple ways. There's a primetime players group on Facebook. Only, only about 100 people. Those are like those are the regulars. If you've ever gone back <laughs> to the show, I have a group of regulars. But on the website that you see on the bottom here, stuffineverknew.com, uh, there is a link on the very top in the header to join the show. And I'll get sent an email right away as soon as you fill it out. And we I'm usually booking about six weeks out. So uh, mm -hmm. right now I'm booking in mid-July for like an August release. So if you, if you have something new coming up that you want to promote or like to be on the show, stuffineverknew.com. And if not, I'd uh, just appreciate it if you listened. You know, check mm -hmm. out the trivia show. It's a lot of fun, uh, a lot of goofiness, you know, a lot of weird 50-50 games. And uh, it's not real difficult. I don't have any questions that are difficult. And that's the... Mm -hmm. That's the special part of the show where we realize that, you know, any question presented to anybody in a hot seat can be a very difficult question. So you kind of get that deer in the headlights factor, which is a, a big secret part of the, the what I like about the show. Awesome. Awesome. I, I watched it last last night. It was it was amazing. It was oh, a lot you. of fun. A lot, a lot of fun. And I'll definitely well, you got to be on the show then. I know, right? <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get to you afterwards for, for definitely get on there for sure. That'll be awesome. So, so yeah. So that is the um, the end of this episode. Please, um, if you want more free trainings like this, and come and check us out here at the Authority Builders Academy. It's my Facebook group. We talk about um, developing your authority to have a authority like this. This platform, the way he has it uh, as well, so that you can get build an audience and and, and build um, a lifestyle that um, that you appreciate more for yourself. Okay, so um, anything else today before we wrap up? No, this was great. A lot of fun. Uh, yeah. I definitely, you definitely feel the pressure, and I love yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. 
Well, that is it for the Authority Project. We want to, again, develop your authority so you can sell what you're great at. And that is all. Take care and be blessed.